Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thank you, Toby. Welcome back. Grant and Danny on the fan. We'll talk Patrick Mahomes and his standing among some of the greats who have ever played quarterback in a moment. How'd you feel about the Usher halftime performance? Pretty meh, to be honest with you. Um, again, I like that they have someone that's like close to my age that that I've listened to in my lifetime. Like I could name a couple of his songs instead of like some weird teeny bopper or somebody that usually watches Bravo. So that was fine, but I I thought it was very pedestrian. First three minutes I thought were terrible. Roughly. I, I didn't time it. But him coming out, it was he was playing his hits, but I didn't think he started with like the bangers that I know, which is fine. But it was just kind of in tight, zoomed in on his face. Now he's doing some dance moves. It's R and B. It's pretty slow. So a couple of minutes in, if I was to have judged it, and a lot of people were already doing that, I would have said, oh, this is not very good. When Alicia Keys started performing, and I love Alicia Keys. I think she's one of the songbirds of our generation. One of the best voices, singers, anything she does on a piano, vocals off the charts. She's also gorgeous. I was steamed up when Alicia Keys showed up. It went from, I'm not liking this, to, okay, this is better. When he gets on the roller skates and it starts kind of being wacky, I was in. But by the end, when you bring out Lil John, when you bring out Luda, who I did not expect to see coming out to drop bars, I felt great. So the last three to five minutes, maybe that's too much. The last two or three minutes with Lil John and, and Luda, whatever that was, I thought was phenomenal. That's A plus stuff. Overall, I'm giving it a B minus, C plus, maybe a tick above average. I thought it was pretty good. I thought he put on a good show, as I'd anticipated. But people were going nuts. You know, and you never know like <clears throat> what the actual percentage of people is. It's just loud people on social media. Sure, yeah. But there was a lot of talk right after about how it was one of the great halftime shows. No. That was not how I felt about it. I thought it was really good in the end. And I thought the last couple minutes left me really happy and whelmed. Overall, a, a win for Usher. But let's relax a little bit if we're talking about it being epic or memorable. I, I don't think it was that. Well, there were several folks, I think, that we were all supposed to know intuitively who they were. Was that Will I Am? Apparently. Was it Jermaine Dupree? Who was in the helmet? I still don't know who that so was. So we don't know who was in the helmet. I, there was one bald guy wearing shorts that I thought was CeeLo at first, but it wasn't. I don't even remember that guy. Yeah, so he he, he asked everyone to put their hand in the air, right, <laughs> as, it, as an interlude. Maybe that was for a costume change. I don't know. But I'm like, are we supposed to know that guy? Then the girl playing guitar. But who was in the helmet? Do we know the answer to that? I don't know. 
Will I am apparently that some Is people that say, who it was? I, I, but again, how, how authoritative am I speaking? Okay, so I don't know. Everyone during the show was saying that that was like Jermaine Dupree or something. But it was like a weird helmet. His face was covered. I had no idea who it was. So it was Will I am in the helmet. It was Jermaine Dupree that was the guy wearing the shorts. The guy wearing that the shorts. I thought was CeeLo. Okay, I wouldn't know Jermaine Dupree if he was sitting on my lap. I would just say, Sir, why are you sitting on my lap? Now, I know that he, he was talented and had his run and whatever. That didn't do much for me there. But, yeah, the, the Will I Am thing I didn't really get either then. But the, So then there's another – the lady was playing guitar that came right up to the camera and like was like looking at me and like asking me how I was doing. And she, I'm like, am I supposed to know who that person is? Who is that, Darius? Do we know who that is? Who's the lady on the guitar? <laughs> uh, her name was Her. My name is All Set. Anyway, but, like uh, – But who was that? Her. No, but what's on second Who? and who's on first, but then third base? Who was on drums? Her name was Her. Yeah. Cool. So now um, I know that. Um, but yeah, so no to everybody. Was she it was Ice Spice or is that someone else? Is Ice Spice no, her? No. Or Her is Her? No. No, no. Ice Spice is, is Her, but Her was Her. Oh, that's... I wish you wouldn't have done oh, that, man. Uh, but I'm glad you did for the benefit of the program. Like, how many people, like, I know a handful of Usher songs. Obviously, yeah, which everybody knows, but Fire. Confessions. He played Confessions for, like, eight seconds, by the way. It was, like, there's a catalog there that I'm familiar with that he blew through. I, I'm not an Usher mark. Like, I, I, I can't tell you which one should have been, should have been played, but I know way more Usher than I felt like I did watching that. I'll say. Well, like, how many people at home are like, "Oh, nice, he's doing burn," or wait, he's, "Oh, this, this is my favorite one." It's, uh, I don't know, loving this club. I don't know if anybody. I mean, I'm sure Usher fans are like yelling, like screaming at the radio right now. But for like your average idiot sitting at home, I'm familiar with a, I'd say, a decent portion of his hits. Burn is fire. Is it? I mean, maybe you don't have to call. It was good to get that early, but yeah, I just, I thought Confessions Part Two would have been like the. You know, the meat and potatoes, and it was basically one green bean. I could have done a little more. There's a little that. tiny side item. And then I think I would have kicked it off with, yeah, I know what he was going for when he brought out Lil John, Luda, Will I Am, and, and the kind of the whole group. Mm-hmm. It was like the grand finale, like yep. seeing all the fireworks explode at once. All those guys were available, so that was that was good to do. You could have you done that right off the top. You didn't think that was cool? No, that that was the, that was the part I liked. Okay, yeah, but it, you're joining a little bit. Yeah, because they're all available because the song's from 21 years ago. Like that, which hurts oh, I mean, a little bit, my heart. They but. have good careers too. Yes. Like Ludacris is just casually making twenty million a movie at this point. He's in two movies a year, probably. Most of them are Fast and the Furious. Movies. I was gonna say they do two Fast and Furious movies a year, <laughs> which you don't know anything about. No, I'm good. Uh, but I, th- I feel like this has turned into a Joan Fest. I thought it was good. I, I did it not was solid. The pedestrian at best, C minus, and that's being kind. Doesn't approach, for example, 2022 with Eminem, Dre, Snoop, Kendrick Lamar, that Mary J. Blige, better. like that. Like, if you're telling me that this last night was on that level, you're wrong. Like, I, I don't know how else to say that to you. No, 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 no. Like no to be, nobody's doing that. To be very kind to whoever this hypothetical person is that I'm arguing with, you're not correct about okay, that. Okay, but, but how about this? Mm-hmm. I think you can absolutely say that this was every bit as good as the Rihanna performance. Now, I liked the Rihanna performance last year more because I think she just got better, more popular hits and just being able to sing along and, like, her vocals are mm-hmm. next level off the charts, so I liked it more. But and to her credit, I'm pretty sure she was like pregnant at the time. But like he's on roller skates, he's doing things, he's moving around, he's bringing in a bunch of stars that she didn't know were coming. 
this halftime show, I would say, was every bit as good or better than last year's. Just over the last several years. I, personal preference, I'll take Rihanna, but I think you make a good point there. That's I think that's fine. I don't think it approaches Shakira, J-Lo, Bad Bunny, that group from a handful of years ago. I thought they were awesome. Remember them? In in yeah. 2020? Bruno's going to be my one seed forever, but mm. yes, I do yeah. remember that. Bruno did do it. Tony is in Arlington. Tony, <laughs> you're on G&D. What's up? I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Tony, you're Mr. on the radio. Mr. Tony. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. This is the part where you talk to your pals. You called. Oh, sorry. You know how um, Bluetooth is, but I just wanted to say something. Um, you know, you talking about her. She's like a five-time Grammy Award winning artist. Very talented. You had the Jackson State University Sonic Boom of the South Band performing at halftime. You had members of Kappa Outside Fraternity. So you guys may not be familiar with some of these folks, but a lot of your listeners are. I so, would respectfully push back on that. I would bet you a lot of our listeners are not. I have no idea of those things that you just said. Like, I see your point. You were going, oh, I recognize that. That's really cool. I'm, we're just talking, thinking about, like, the average schlub I, I think sitting he, at home. I think has he, no idea. The majority of our listeners have heard of her. I guarantee that. The the, the artist her? Yes. They've, or they've heard of. I mean, if she's won five Grammys, which he might be making. You, you said five Grammys, right? Yes, sir. Yes. Then I would say most people have heard of her. I would I would bet all all of it that that ninety nine percent of our audience has no idea now, who that person was. The marching bands and doesn't stuff? mean she's not good. She's better than me. I mean, that's not the that's not the debate. But like the, they did this thing last night, which which bothered me. That I don't know how to describe. Where it's like they like she's right there, and I'm supposed to be like, oh, they got this person. Like I know who Ludacris is, and I know what Alicia Keys is obviously, and I'm sure she's very talented. You don't make the Super Bowl halftime show by not being good at what you do. I've, I've never seen that person before in my life. Six and a half million followers on Instagram. I guess she, she's well, got more than I do. She's, she's not just playing like shows at local high school. Right. She's not, she's not like backup, backup band Billy. My point is like, there was, I think there was supposed to be this pop that everyone's supposed to like, oh my God, it's this person. I, and I've never laid eyes on her, on her well, before in my life. I'm, what I'm saying is, I think you and I are not her demo. I don't know who the de- I don't know anything about her music, mm-hmm. so I don't know who the demo is. But you and I are not her demo. We don't know her. We don't know anything about her. We mm-hmm. didn't recognize her. I think she has one that's pretty large. But now we're getting into the specifics of her, which I guess if someone's trying to suggest it's the same as like I went and saw U two the other day. I'm not a big U two guy, but everyone knows who Bono is, right? If Bono showed up, I think eighty some percent of the people watching the Super Bowl would go, "Oh my God, it's Bono." I don't think it's on that level. But I also don't think it's like some, you know, like I, some I, complete unknown. Exactly. I don't Th- know. This is a famous musician. So I guess for me, it's like if you're going to do this, it should be passing the mom test. Where like every mom's like, oh look, that's Lady Gaga. I, I don't, that, I don't need an introduction. I think that's hard to do at this point. Our moms are getting older, bro. Well, yeah. If, I'll bet you, I'll bet you, forty-year-old moms know who her is. I, I got to start doing some polling. I, I got plenty of 40-year-old moms in my neighborhood. I'm going to start asking to drop off tomorrow. Because my default is, like, you are the worst at knowing pop culture stuff. Yeah. In general. So I'm just defaulting to the guy that called in that said she's won five Grammys. That's a lot, man. That's many like, Grammys. That's like a third of what Beyonce has. That's a S-ton of Grammys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Darius, what is your familiarity with her? I honestly didn't know. That's who that was until my Madden League chat was discussing it. And somebody was like, oh, let's her. Oh. I was like, oh, didn't know that. 
So that's on me. You know, again, I, I, don't know. I just don't happen to know who she is. I don't know. But I know there's plenty of people that do. This kind of a shot against what I'm saying. If Darius, who's my age, didn't know her. The people that I know that follow her on Instagram. Let's see. Want to see? Yeah. Want to see this? Let's see. Out them. All right. Here we go. Tony Wiley, former Commander's Public Relations. Yes. Ludacris. You don't know Luda personally, though. No, but I follow you him. And follow he him and follow her. You got a crossover there. Chris Miller, voice of the Wizards. Okay. Wes Hall, pregame Wizards. Yeah. D'Angelo Hall, former Commander. Uh-huh. John Wall. Uh, DJ Chris Stiles knows who she is. We got that going there for us. There we go. London Fletcher. Andrea Carter, who calls women's basketball games on ESPN. Uh, those are the people that I follow that follow her. Okay. I just think it seems like we're not the, her, like, bread and butter. Who's? Her. Her? Just you and I buying yeah. her albums. It's, it's probably not happening. Let's go to Ben in Rockville. Hello, Ben. How are you? Hey, guys. Long, hey, guys. Long time. Uh, appreciate the time on the radio. Um, I got to tell you guys, uh, for me personally, uh, it's always going to be Creed as the number one spot. I mean, that it just, yeah, it's still the number one spot. Everybody would generally agree if you listen to them on the radio. Wasn't that like 1990 or something? Yeah, it's it's going way back. But still, if you go back and, and see that and rewatch it on the old YouTube, it's still regarded, I would say, as the number one spot of all time it was just yeah that video started making the rounds again this year because texas yeah uh, the rangers on their run to the world series that was like their their team anthem have you heard of her sir uh yes and i preferably don't care um that's a famous sort of chick band i mean they're good but me personally i still go back to the old days so uh, thank you for the call Darius, are they a band or right. is it one woman? He's now suggesting this is a band. I've only known her to be one woman, but I could be mistaken. I'd be so mad if I was in that <laughs> band and it was not called like uh, us. Yeah, exactly. Several people. Right. They, like, <laughs> them. Yeah, her. Let's go to Brendan in Fredericksburg. What's up, Brendan? So I'm an Usher fan from back in the day. I don't listen to him anymore, but back in the day I was. Well, so it was fairness, cool. no, but I don't think before this year anybody's been listening to him for a long time. He he should have sung less songs but longer versions Agreed. of those songs. Agreed. So you guys are right with that. And, and I didn't know who her is, and I still don't know who her is, but I understood why he did, did it. He needed to do a costume change. And he needed to get... Oh, yeah, with the this roller skates thing. and the blue thing. Totally. Totally. Well, yeah, I get we, it. We get how the concert yeah. No, no, I understand. Worked. But, I mean, there are a lot of other musicians. You know, you could have gotten, uh, you know, you, you could have called up uh, Beyonce for 30 seconds if you wanted to. I, I don't get, know if she was available or not. I don't, I don't I don't know if I'm explaining my complaint very well. And I don't know that it, even people even Your care. Your complaint is you don't know who her is. Well, but it's not even that. It's that, like, there were supposed to be these, like, can you believe... like. Everyone saw when Ludacris pops out for, for that yeah. Was sick. Yes. Right? Everyone sees that. They go, Ludacris, I get it. He's famous enough. Crosses over. Casual fans, people that like football, people that don't like football, they know that's Ludacris. There are several people that they trotted out that were that are supposed to be these like, oh, type moments. Like a couple years ago, I, th- I can't remember who the surprise was. Was it, was it Snoop or Eminem was the surprise? Everyone was like, oh my God, that's amazing. They tried to do that, and it was like, 
is that CeeLo or is that actually Jermaine Dupree who looks different than – I'm not sure who he is. He's wearing shorts. Who's in the helmet? This person that – now I guess I'm offending people that I don't know who yeah. she is. Like, that just landed flat to me. I, my point is uh, I think there was a big group of people who each time was like, oh, it's her. And they're like, who? And they're like, no, it's her. And someone says, who is it? And they go, her. She's right there. And they mm. go, I see her, but who is she? And they go, her. Like the who's on first bit. I think that was happening. In 100 million houses. people watch it, give or take, right? Let's say 100 million Americans. Yeah. How many of those, without Googling, are like, oh, I know that artist immediately? <laughs> All right. So I want to use percentage. I think percentages is the way to do this. Yeah. What percent of adults, mm-hmm. I'm going to say 18 and over, last night watching, knew who that was? I'm going to say 35%. But at the same time, I'm going to say only 60% knew who Usher was. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, okay. my, my dad turning that on, as he heard the name Usher, of course. If you just saw Usher dancing around like he's Neo or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, is, is he going, oh, that's Usher. I remember my confessions. Absolutely not. Like, the, there's a ton of people You don't of think DP watching. was, like, bumping my confession part two? I, I'm not so sure that he was. Okay. I used to cut our grass listening to my confessions part two. <laughs> These are my confessions. So I, I would say for her. You had 35% of the audience yeah. last night. I think it's 35% of 20,000 people knew who that was right away. Like, I think it's a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent. And they thought it would be this big pop thing because she won a Grammy that time. Let's go to Jay in Springfield. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, dude. Uh, Do you know her? Uh, did we forget that Michael Jackson performed it? That's the best. That's the best all-time Super Bowl um, halftime. Well, Michael fairness, Jackson performed. No, oh, we did. We did not. We have dude, not really beyond been, incredible. We have not really been talking yeah. about the best. Uh, one guy called in and gave us his favorite. That really oh. wasn't what even. So, but, but the, yes, that was a great show. The quick bit about that, by the and way, was the Super Bowl. Hold on one sec. One sec. Super Bowl used to not have a halftime show, but in Living Color right. aired an episode during the halftime of the Super Bowl the year before that drew like 30 million people. So they said, all right, yeah, we're doing a halftime show, and they booked Michael Jackson to change the game. So you've heard of her that, yeah. or you haven't? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I actually have her album. She's not, it's not a band. It's a, it's a girl, and she's absolutely gorgeous. But, um, yeah, no yeah. No one's disputing that. Is she, is she? But, I mean, you're right, though. What's it's her like, level it's of your, stardom? It's not your demographic, though. Like, one hmm. to ten. is she, Demographics are, what's her audience? Like, I, I'm, I'm honestly curious. Is it young people? Old people, like what is her audience? Her, I mean, it's more. It's more going to be like in the mid twenty. I'm I'm forty five, so I'm like way out of her demographic. But you, I mean, you you hit. So I'm gonna put it to you like this: PTC ninety four five ninety three point nine. Let's so hear right, Okay, so they the, okay. So it's uh, he's saying mid twenties urban. I, nothing is less Danny Ruye than that. In fairness, you know, like if if that's what we're talking about, I bet you some people were fired up to see her. Luke in DC, what's up? Yeah, um, I had no idea who her was. So, but I think the halftime performance was just like the game. It was got off to a slow start, but it, I thought the ending was good. But again, I, I give it maybe a C, C plus. That's kind of how we felt. Mm-hmm. I got this tweet here from Trayvon on Twitter. He says, <clears throat> "I'm sure a good majority of your listeners know who." Was. I he can't says, believe that. But here's what he says. A good majority of us black radio listeners know who her is, LOL. I'm glad the caller was able to clarify that. It was Black History Month. The Usher Halftime Show definitely checked all of our boxes. But he's claiming 
I'll just, you know, we're j- me and you, me and you are just kind of dopey whites. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> stock white exactly. <laughs> who doesn't know stuff. I, and I get I, it. I think that's very possible. But I still thought that was a good part of the show. I just didn't know who it was. I'm not as annoyed by like you're saying like they wanted me to know who she was. I don't think anyone wanted no, you I, to. I don't, I, and I'm not describing it very well. Like I think they were supposed to be these like I, I don't have a, I don't have a better way to say it than these oh kind of moments, which they always have. Like when the when the guest comes out that you don't expect, right? When uh, I, I I don't know again. I, I was Eminem a couple years ago. It's like oh my god, Eminem's here along with the the my favorite rappers and these guys that are absolute legends that everybody knows. This is awesome. What a move. A dude in shorts that we were confused who it was exactly, a guy in a mask, and someone that I've never heard of. Like, th- that to me sort of just tells you that the whole thing fell flat. That's the, the case I'm trying to make. And I watched it, and not knowing who everyone was the entire time, it wasn't flat for me. I was like, okay, this is, they're putting on a pretty good mm-hmm. show. I didn't necessarily have the, the pop of the Rumble, you know, Royal Rumble when the music hits. Mm-hmm. When, like, Jermaine Dupree is like, oh, that's him. But I had that for Luda. I had that for Lil John. Which are, those are my guys. Mm-hmm. Someone else's guy is Will I Am. He's not really my guy. Not everything for me necessarily. Uh, Aaron says, "I thought you were a Prince Mark." She said, "All Prince fans know of her because she's heavily involved in the tributes uh, when Prince passed away." I don't know if that's true or not. I probably should have done that then. But yeah, the Prince halftime show when he played "Purple Rain" in the rain—that was big. Time. Come on, dude. Can't do better. than Come that. on. Let's talk Patrick Mahomes next. You've heard of him. You're familiar with him. Patrick Mahomes? Oh, yeah, I know that guy. He's, he's straight truth. Grant and Danny on the fan. I don't know. There was a lot of tension in this building, but you're used to coming back from double digits down, and you did it today. Tell us about that winning drive and how this team held it together, composure and all. Um, Really, just the whole game was uh, just kind of our whole entire season. It was the defense just keeping us in there, um, and then the offense making plays when it counted. And then, of course, Harrison Bucker hitting from about 70. So um, it was a microcosm of our whole season. I'm just proud of the guys. They kept believing. Um, and, I'm, and I'm proud of the coaches for calling up those plays. They got us some touchdowns there at the end. You know, you go on and win the championship. Being the underdog the last three games in the playoffs, maybe a lesson learned for everybody else out there in the future? Yeah, just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. <laughs> what a great line by Patrick Mahomes. Jim Nance, CBS telecast, post game last night. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fan. We're taking you up. To 6.30, one hour from right now. I should let you know that we've got another pair of tickets we're giving away today right at 6, coming up in about a half hour. Premier Lacrosse League tickets. In fact, it's a four-pack to go experience the best lacrosse in the world President's Day weekend over at the St. James in Springfield. So if you're into that, make sure you're listening coming up in about a half hour. Danny, if you don't beat the Chiefs this year, it might be a while. You may not get a chance, dude. Now, football is weird, and the ball bounces in strange ways, and it goes without saying they're not going to win every year. I understand that. But this is the worst version of the Chiefs in this era with Reed and Mahomes and Kelsey that we've seen by far. And even with that, 
you know, watered down, worst team, worst offense, most pedestrian Mahomes has been because of weapons around him. They ran the table in the playoffs with the hardest path ever via DVOA to get to a Super Bowl and win. They went on the road three times en route to winning this championship. Mahomes improves to 9-2 and two with the Chiefs in 11 games when this Kansas City group is down by a touchdown with him at quarterback. The first quarterback to ever now win a Super Bowl with the largest cap hit in the league. They continue to break ground and break records. And I said this last night and some people pushed back and said, well, Brady did it. Factually and statistically, we have never seen anyone do what Patrick Mahomes has done. Brady won three Super Bowls in his first six seasons as a starter, just like Mahomes. Mahomes won four AFC titles. Brady won three, if you're comparing accomplishments. There is no comparison statistically between the two, for the record. Zero. Zippy. You know, different eras, which makes it difficult as well, I would add. You know, in that the throwing of the football was not as ubiquitous. Offense wasn't at the same level. Exotic passing games weren't on the same level when Brady was playing. But that having been said, one of these guys has been the best passer in the league throughout this era, and that's Mahomes. I looked it up last night. Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win, he averaged sub-150 yards passing in those three playoff games, and he had one touchdown and one interception the entire postseason through the Super Bowl. One touchdown, one pick, and he threw for about 150. Not to mention they should have been eliminated on the terrible uh, tuck rule bit that was actually a fumble, but I digress. We've never seen anything like what Mahomes has done through these six seasons as a starter. And I know this is going to sound like I'm a hot taker. I know this is going to sound like I should be sitting on a set with Shannon Sharp and Nick Wright and, you know, Stephen A. Smith and whoever else is doing those shows. And I hate this knowing that it's going to sound that way, like I'm a prisoner of the moment, but I'm not. I believe I'm ready to say, Danny, today, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. People are not ready for that conversation. They just look at the Super Bowl titles. He's got seven versus dot, 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 and they'll, they'll couch it however they want to. In my lifetime, this is the best I've ever seen. He's the greatest of all time as far as I'm concerned at this point. Now, there's a distinction, I think, to be made between greatest career or he's the greatest because you can't – it's not his fault that he hasn't played the 20-plus years that Tom Brady got to, still being incredibly productive into his 40s. Tom Brady at 44 years old threw for 43 touchdowns for a Super Bowl champion. Not uh, – not uh, uh, what was the other – Pat Mahomes, thank you. Not his fault that he hasn't done that yet because he's not 44 years old, right? He's got, he's got a chance to play for a long time, and how many guys are going to play for 23 years at one of the most demanding positions in the world? Yeah, Mahomes probably right? won't play 23 years, and he almost certainly won't throw for 4,300 yards in his mid-40s. So if, if the question is, has anybody played this position at this level ever, the answer is no. The same way I said, and it bothered baseball people this past year, nobody has ever played baseball better than Shohei Otani. That doesn't mean he's the greatest player of all time. Of course not. That's reserved for rarefied air of, of Bonds and Aaron and Ruth and, uh, you know, name your pitcher that you want to throw in, in, including that. Because of the longevity, doing it for that high of a level for that long. Shohei Otani is going to play a fraction at the major league level, whether it's due to injury or late start or otherwise. But I stand by it. 
Nobody has ever played baseball better than Shohei Otani these last couple of seasons. Nobody. Nobody's done what he does. Nobody's come close. The game is played at a higher level now than it was before. Middle relievers, former soft-tossing, uh, puss-throwing, you know, two-seeming uh, roll-you-over-a-ground-ball-lefties throw 99 miles an hour. The world is different. Nobody has done this. Tom Brady, in his second year as a starter, led the league in touchdown passes. That's adorable. Tom, uh, Pat Mahomes had twice as many in his second full year as a starter with 50. I know there's an evolution of the game, but it's not twice as many touchdown passes for people uh, different, if that makes any sense. This is another level of quarterbacking that has been unlocked, and nobody's played it better than he has. He hasn't turned in the greatest career ever yet because he had that time to yet. The pace that he's on certainly is, though. It's not as crazy as a statement as some people might make it out to be. Yeah, a couple of things complicate this. Number one, Brady got better later, as is generally going to be the case. But more was put on his plate. He was more responsible for the winning, and he just got to a point where he was a much better quarterback late in his career. He went six or seven straight years averaging between 13 to 15 interceptions per year before late in his career when he just stopped throwing them all together. But if you're just stacking up Mahomes' first six years versus Brady's first six years, I think it's a no contest. You know, yes, the Patriots won just about as much as the Chiefs. Both three titles over six seasons as a starter. The Chiefs, four AFC titles. The Patriots, three. But if you're looking at Mahomes, this was the first year that he didn't carry them and kind of drag them to a title offensively with a mediocre or worse defense or, or with a running game that was pedestrian. This was a much more Brady-ish kind of run where the running game was good and the defense was good. But what he did yesterday, people say Brady did a lot with a little, and he did. I don't think he ever did what Mahomes did yesterday. Won a Super Bowl, leading his team in rushing, while his number one and number two wide receiver in the game were McCole Hardman and Justin Watson. Hardman is just a replacement level in and out of the organization this season guy and Watson who's the number five in, in a lot of places like give me a break we have not seen anything like that and I, I just also I know it's a different era but I do think you have to acknowledge that in Brady's first Super Bowl run they beat Pittsburgh in a game in which he went 12 of 18 for 115 yards like it doesn't matter what era that is that is a guy that's just not asked to do a whole lot. Doesn't take away from the amazing run. I was at Super Bowl 36 in New Orleans when they went on a game-winning drive, dinking and dunking down the field. I think he threw for 145 in that game. And Vinatieri hit the game winner. But it's, it's not the same as what we're seeing Mahomes do, who's the best quarterback, the best passer, mm -hmm. the, the best player at the position year in and year out. He's already... Stacking MVP trophies. Year two, it's not be a passenger because we've got this ready-made team. Year two, it's it's your show, kid, and he throws for 50 touchdowns. Talking about Mahomes. Brady's first time really having a legitimate shot at MVP. He won it in 2007, which was like seven years into his career. It was essentially after they'd already won. The first three Super Bowls, essentially. Mm -hmm. It might have been the year of the third Super Bowl. And then Bowl. it was that, that when they morphed into that offensive juggernaut, scoring more points, breaking the uh, the the Vikings than the uh, 91 Redskins, scoring records, throwing deep to Randy Moss every other time. I mean, that, that offense and that team, that should have been the 19-0 team. 
Of course, the Giants got him. But that was the first time this was a – and listen, to Brady's credit, he handled it really well. I mean, that's the blueprint, right? you got a ready-made contender. You drop a guy into that who's doing just enough, who's managing, managing, playing very well. It doesn't, doesn't take anything away from him. It's just to say that the guy that's considered the greatest of all time through the same amount of time simply wasn't doing this. Right. Wasn't doing what Mahomes is doing right now. So uh, one thing that I don't think is ir- is is debatable even, is irrefutable. I think to say that through six seasons as a starter, that's the sample we have of Mahomes, and we can look at Tom's first six seasons. Mahomes has a better first six years. Same number of rings, one more AFC championship game if you're into the winning stats, and then the actual involvement and piece of the pie, what you're responsible for in the winning is night and day different than Tom Brady. So I don't even think that's debatable. I am just saying, though, that while Brady's the greatest winner ever for me, I already think Mahomes has done things that we never saw Brady do. Um, and and some of the numbers now, when you're you're nine and two coming back from down a touchdown in the playoffs, you know Brady ten and eleven. Uh, you're doing it with a, a cap hit that takes up more money than than Tom Brady ever did. Theoretically, less around you, winning a game where you were the leading rusher and your top two wide receivers were jags that would be cut by non-playoff teams potentially at different points this season, including Hardman, who was by the Jets. This is special. And I know people, uh, they, they don't like this. I get it. And it feels reactionary, prisoner of the moment It's the stuff I normally make fun of. But I really think this is legit. I think we're seeing a quarterback right now who it, the conversation can begin. Is this the greatest we've ever seen anybody play this position? It's not a crazy thing to discuss. Even if people think it's too early or they're not ready to. 800-636-1067 is the number. We're Grant and Danny on the fan. G&D taking you up to 6.30 on the fan. I saw Torrey Smith, longtime NFL wide receiver and guy that we've had on the show quite a bit. He's from the Fredericksburg area, mm-hmm. a buddy of mine. Tweet last night, I think I'm comfortable calling Mahomes the greatest of all time. I've seen enough. I'm not being a prisoner of the moment either. He is different. I can't tell you how much that spoke to me. Because he's going through the same thing I am, where you don't want to put it out there. You don't want to make it seem like it was just based on one game. It wasn't. It's not even like he did a whole lot in the first half. But I think it's one of those, if you know, you know kind of things, right? You know it when you see it. The the, the thing that carried it that he said was, he's different. This looks nothing like the Tom Brady situation. Brady's not leading his team in rushing. Brady's not making the back-breaking scrambles. Is he going to win as many titles as Brady? Probably not. I guess it's very possible. He's 28. He's already got three. He's got to get to seven. So he might. He's ahead of schedule in terms of age from where Tom Brady was. But my guess is Brady ends up with more MVPs in the Super Bowl, you know, more Super Bowl trophies. But I don't think anyone has ever been more single-handedly responsible for their team winning three titles, let alone three in five years. Like, when you look up some of the guys who have a bunch of rings, Bradshaw's got four, as an example. Right. 
Terry Bradshaw, his numbers are disgusting. You know, the fact that he's in the Hall of Fame is hilarious. Uh, totally different era, but still, even even among his contemporaries, it wasn't like he was This is my point. Dominating in completion percentage, touchdowns, yards per attempt or whatever. Steel curtain, couple Hall of Fame wide receivers. I'm not holding the era against him. Okay. But like this is a guy who would have, you know, in the peak of his career at his apex when he's winning the MVP award, you know, twenty interceptions. I mean, it's it's just a different thing mm-hmm. altogether. But that is okay to suggest, by the way. This Mahomes thing is different. And so we haven't really seen anything like it. It sounds like I should be on some midday ESPN TV show, but I think it's reality. And I just want to know if people are ready to start discussing the fact that we've never seen anything like this. Like, just because Brady has the same number of rings as Mahomes doesn't make it the same. I just told you. Brady in his first Super Bowl run in three games threw one touchdown with one pick and averaged 140 yards. Now, different era. I would add that it wasn't like 1926. It was the 2000s, barely. But even if you bake in that exchange rate, you watch the games, man. It's a different thing altogether. These are different guys. And it was I was surprised to see people start saying it last night, but it kind of makes you feel a little more, more comfortable well, coming yeah, out of I the, mean, the woodwork. You got to shake your head and just kind of go, it's okay to say it. What Brady has over everybody until someone else comes along and has their own nutrition method where they don't eat tomatoes or like grapes or 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 you know anything uh, is the 22 years as a starter. That's the part that I just we should be talking about more as a 44 year old who threw 43 touchdowns. That to me is as much or more impressive as all the damn winning and. Uh, this record and who he beat here and all, all the stuff that all the hyperbolic folks uh, like to do that, with the knee-jerk reactions. A lot of bold ink on Tom Brady's foot, pro football reference page. He'll go down as the greatest ever because of the longevity of his career, all that he accomplished. I don't think anybody's touching that, and that's fine. What I'm saying, I don't want to speak for you, but here's where I'm trying to put it. Nobody's ever done this through six years as a starter. No, when you add in, the improvisational ability, when you add in some of the key rushing moments, right? When you add in some of those scrambles, you add in some of the throws that no human being save Sonny Jurgensen uh, for you know teams that were barely 500 were making back in the day. Like, this is unprecedented. Tom Brady grew into that superstar that would throw for 38, 40, 50 touchdowns. Pat Mahomes did it his first year as a starter, basically, as a juggernaut. We have never seen this. Danny's willing to go as far as to say Mahomes is playing at the highest level, the semantics there. I'm just saying this is the best quarterback I've ever seen. I'm ready to call it right here, right now. Uh, I want to get into the hire the commanders just made on their staff as well because there's a brand-new hire that just came out a minute ago. That's fantastic. We'll do that next. On the fan, what your feedback on our Mahomes conversation on G&D. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.